0: Welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dodson. We made it.
1: Here it is, buddy.
0: It's been a terrible 2020.
1: It's been subpar.
0: It's about to get a lot better.
1: Ooh, so quarantine. much better.
0: Put me under quarantine now. It will Sundays. <laughs> just,
1: keep, just keep me in my house.
0: 2020 football season is upon us.
1: Play football every single day of the week. It's fine with me.
0: So many dynasty games, football points coming my way. Full predictions today.
1: Championships to come.
0: 2020 football. Finally. Made it. Are you
1: ready? Yeah.
0: to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Rich Dotson, with my fellow nerd, Matt O'Hara. Hey, hey. Matt, football is here. Real NFL football.
1: Unbelievable.
0: We've had no preseason.
1: Nope.
0: We've had very uh, limited, hunky-dory practices. Practices, right?
1: yeah, nothing that we could visually see, other than little snippets. Little snippets. Yeah. Here and there, through the Twitters.
0: see <laughs> Do the tweet tweets, tweet tweets. Uh, for the most part, everybody came out healthy. I mean, this time of year, it's during a preseason, people are tearing ACLs once a week.
1: I was actually surprised with the obviously the lack of a normal training, uh, you know, like a, a normal off season that there weren't more when, when people reported to training camp. So they must have really eased them in nicely. And and th- for the most part, they did a pretty good job with the injuries.
0: Von Miller, uh, reportedly like an hour ago got hurt pretty bad you might be out for the year but it's if you play idp and uh i don't
1: no nope, love not it not yeah. i want to
0: hear about it um and with our jordan Reigns taking over our id department him and uh john Glosser working together um together to run the id department and trying to come up with a good baseline for uh idb points maybe that uh helped me into some idp leagues are, s-
1: are you saying ip id id P. If I you, see what my P what? I see you P. Listen here, Pervy McGurvy. <laughs> You're just mumbling through this that. This is a private moment, that, okay? That ID Stop peeking below the table, and if maybe you, you won't see things. If you don't have the D in it, then it's just an individual player. That's what we're all playing.
0: Well, where's the fun if I'm not bringing the D?
1: Yeah. What am I going to do?
0: <laughs> what am I going to do? Huh? I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, what is this? What what am I Odo Beckham Jr.? Huh? No. That's a messy situation. You
1: need to have the sign with the D and the fence. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Never, that will never get old. That will never uh, get old. I can't that wait to be that old guy. That stadium. will
1: literally always get you on television. <laughs> Bring a big D and a fence.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> half of it. Yeah, you know, the fence at least. Yeah. Um. So today we're back. Uh. We're talking 2020 bold predictions. We have 20 of them. Nope. Sorry. We have 17. 17. Of them. Yeah. Uh, we also have some giveaway. We're gonna have a contest on the end of the show. Stay tuned about how you can get some free month Dynasty Nerd GM and Nerd. Uh.
1: Nerd herd. A little free access, man. Yeah.
0: We're probably give me like four or five away. It's those. like a
1: peek behind the curtain.
0: Yeah. Wait till you do you check out. When do you get a peek behind the curtain? Yeah. You get access to everything that the nerd herd has. The the film room, the rankings, yeah. the nerd score, and then of course the extra podcast, and then the dynasty GM tool, which is probably the greatest tool uh in history of Dynasty Tools. We just added flea flicker, Matt.
1: Yes, we did. Win now. Win now
0: option is gonna be up uh within the next like week and a half. Coming soon. Coming soon. Ooh, yep. Is this
1: a trailer? Ooh, Dang. coming soon to a dynasty fantasy football player near you. Ooh, dynasty nerds part six. Mm.
0: Wait, yeah, six and a half years we've been doing this.
1: I don't even know, man. I can't keep track anymore.
0: I can. Two thousand fourteen.
1: All I know is I had no gray hair, and <laughs> our kids were little. Uh, our all of our hairlines were a little bit farther down. True. So That's it's true. It's, it's been a little bit.
0: Some some of us age better than others. Yeah. Great. Um, My you son. better than others. <laughs> Me,
1: yeah, I'll be
0: 41 in a month, so not too bad. Yeah,
1: hey, could be worse. It definitely could be worse.
0: Honestly, I'm breathing, and I'm about to watch football on Thursday. That's amazing. Can't get it much better than that. And on Sunday,
1: and for 2020, that's pretty good. Very good. Yep.
0: Yeah, it's been a it's been a long road hmm. uh, for all of us. We made it again. Not just a long road, just getting ready for the season, wondering what's going to happen, and just to have content to discuss and go over. With no preseason and limited access everywhere. So um, we're going to get into it here. Some t- 17 bold predictions. But before we do, a word from our sponsor. Mm-hmm. DynastyOwner.com. That's right. The season's about to start. So this is your last chance to get in there and play Dynasty Fantasy Football a brand new way. You could be the GM. You could be the coach. You could be the owner. You can be, well, whatever you want to be. All, all the above, really. You're the Dynasty owner. Yep. You take the actual NFL salary cap and you draft players per their actual NFL salaries and contracts. So this gives you the opportunity to play NFL GM. If you had a salary cap and you could build the ultimate fantasy football team, how would you spend that money? Would you take Clyde Edwards-Alaire 1-1 because he's so cheap on a five-year deal? Possibly. Would you take a good rookie? I would.
1: What about a guy like James Robinson, right? Ooh, undrafted. Undrafted free agent who's just kind of fallen into a starting running back spot.
0: Abracadabra, bitches. Mm -hmm. Here I am. (laughs) I'm the guy. So check it out. DynastyOwner.com. Go to backslash nerds so you can be a possibility to enter a nerd herd league with fellow Dynasty Nerd members. Yep. DynastyOwner.com backslash nerds gives you the opportunity to play Dynasty Fans Football a whole brand new way. But before you do, make sure you get in there and do a quick mock draft because that's always fun. It's always good. It's
1: always good to practice before you actually get into the live uh, show.
0: I play it. My friends play it. And if you want to play it, go to dynastyowner.com backslash nerds. Check them out today. Matt rich bold predictions. Now, some of my bold predictions came true last year. Joe Mixon not being a running back one. Just missed.
1: Garrett. What do you have to say about that?
0: Garrett, you shut your mouth this whole episode. Exactly. I don't even want to hear a peep from you. (laughs) Okay coming in here with that t-shirt how dare you how dare
1: you so um i don't
0: remember all my bull predictions last year i probably should have checked up on that
1: and give a refresher but you I, can go
0: you go back and look and listen. you can
1: always go back and listen i remember one and we'll be talking about Ooh, it
0: that's doubling down <laughs> doubling up. on one he was correct on
1: yes i was Uh huh.
0: so let's just dive in shall we let's do it i mean why wear the speedo if we're not gonna go diving? <laughs> let it hang <laughs> Let it hang. Freeze a bird. I mean, Let why wear
1: the speedo to begin with was my question upon coming into this room and seeing you in a speedo. But
0: you- Matt, I need a clean dive. I know. I'm diving in. Okay.
1: <laughs> I'm
0: no, going, trying to be a 10. No okay? splash. I've been a six and a half my whole life. <laughs> and now I'm trying to be a 10.
1: <laughs> this, this, for once in my life. This is your opportunity.
0: One time I wore a mask and I was almost there. <laughs> here I am on the preseason pre-eve because this comes out on Wednesday the eve of the NFL season Pat Mahomes versus Deshaun Watson you know I have a Deshaun Watson uh, bold prediction Ooh! even though I had one so I had a couple on our uh, top 12 episode I said Daniel Jones would be a QB1 right? and I said uh, Deshaun Watson will not be a QB1 so I have somebody else on here who will finish higher than Deshaun Watson is a bold prediction but Matt
1: not yet Sir, not too Before yet.
0: I can pick out my bold predictions, I can't see into the future without my crystal balls.
1: Absolutely not.
0: Let me just dig down in here and get these. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> been a while.
1: Shiny. Yes, buff those up. Oh dude. <laughs> Ooh.
0: Yep. Looking pretty, pretty clear and succulent balls. Mm. Let's let's look in here. Let's look in the future, balls. Sweet succulent balls, tell us, what does the 2020 season behold for us? Matt, these balls are a subsidiary of me.
1: <laughs> they are a subsidiary of yours, aren't they? Uh.
0: Lesser than the whole of me. <laughs> Bold prediction number one from Rich Dodson. Matt, Preston Williams will be a top 16 fantasy football player wide receiver. Right now, they have Mike Kosicki as number two tight end on the depth chart. Again, these depth charts don't mean anything, but with Devontae Parker missing some time, Mm -hmm. really being a one-two-man show, Jordan Howard's your running back, Matt Breida, you look for Ryan Fitzpatrick still to be the guy who's going to throw the ball a ton. Ryan, look for Preston Williams to be the benefit of this throwing the ball a ton. He is somebody last year that actually outproduced Devontae Parker when they were both on the field. It took Devontae Parker going out uh, into the year last year until he became the wide receiver that got in the contract extension, and now he's a dynasty darling again, who we all like. And this is a guy who averaged, Matt, um, from week seven to nine last year whereas he was really starting to come to stride right before he got hurt those last three weeks. He was wide receiver 13 overall. He averaged 14.9 points per game. And right now in Washington, Miami, for a team that's still in the rebuild mode, that defense is still going to be pretty bad. So they're going to be constantly trailing, chucking up. And anytime you chuck the ball up to a guy who's six foot five, two 218 pounds that could get run, fast Mm -hmm. is always going to be a really good sign. He's saying he's feeling about just about a hundred percent from the ACL tear. I expect Preston Williams, along with the guy, you know, our other guy that we love, Darius Slayton, both to really establish themselves as dynasty assets. You can argue right now they are dynasty assets, but I'm ready then to take the main
1: stage in the redraft world. And that's when you, that's when you made it. That is when you made it. Um, but from a dynasty standpoint, when a guy flashes in your one, it obviously excites you, especially you know these undrafted guys that you you got pretty late in your draft or just off the waiver wire. But I do like to see them do it a second time around before I really start committing to these guys. Preston Williams, he might be kind of in a different level than a Darius Slayton for me because Preston Williams he slid in the draft due to off field concerns. Yeah. He, he was a he was a very his tape jumped off the screen to me. So for him, I'm. It's a little bit easier for me to buy into something like what you just said in coming into year two.
0: And plus, I I like Preston Williams more than Darius Slayton just because of more opportunity as well. Yeah, you know, absolutely. more targets. And in, in New York, you got Sterling Shepard there to argue and fight with Evan Ingram, Golden Tate, Saquon Barkley. There's a lot of targets to go around for a guy like Daniel Jones right now in Miami. It's Preston Williams and Derek Devontae Parker.
1: That's it. Yep. That so, is it. I mean, and, I mean, obviously, Gasicki is a, a pass catching tight end, so he'll but, he'll get some, but he's not going to get as much as a traditional wide receiver you would think throughout a game. And
0: after the point where like we're even considering him to be like a nice tight end one, yet yeah, he still take, needs to take another big step forward this year. So, right now, we know they're excited about Preston Williams. This is mm-hmm. something that you know the team has been talking about, a player they like. They already gave Devontae Parker a contract, and the teams do press Devontae Parker as their wide receiver one, which was what you would assume then Preston Williams to see the the benefit of that. So I like Preston Williams this year to be a top 16 fantasy football receiver, which was a high-end wide receiver too. Right on. Matt O'Hara, give me one of your bold predictions.
1: Put those crystal balls away. I don't have them. Um, so you know me. I'm very bold in my predictions for the most part. So here we go. Aaron. I saw your
0: list. This is the most bold you've ever been
1: in six years of doing the pod ever. So, number 1, Aaron Rodgers is going to throw for 4500 yards plus. He's also going to have at least 35 touchdowns and finish as a as quarterback 4 overall. Holy shnikes Devontae Adams gonna have thirty touchdowns. Thirty touchdowns for Devontae Adams. So here's my reason. I mean, obviously last year he had around four. He had around four thousand yards, and Devontae, you know, Adams missed a big chunk of the season. And if he's able to come in and step in, I, I mean, that's an easy jump for me. You know, an extra five hundred yards on top of what he had last year. But what I like to hear is that the you know. um, Marquis Valdez-Scantlin is getting rave reviews again saying that he might actually have supplanted Alan Lazard and Alan Lazard showed last year that he can be a pretty viable option as well. So now you go from basically having Alan Lazard last year to kind of, I mean, to, to getting, Devontae Adams for the whole year, Alan Lazard, and uh, Mar- um, Marquez Valdez-Scantling as it's kind of a, a nice three-way go there for, for your uh, wide receiver core, not to mention the tight ends. Both tight ends, Robert Tanyan
0: and Jace Sternberger.
1: Right, right. And, and then you throw in the fact that Aaron Jones is in a contract year and is going to want to perform as as much as possible, and he's a nice option out of the back backfield as well. I could, just, I could easily see him outperforming a lot of his expectations, at least going into the season. And
0: Aaron and there is a lot of rumbling coming out of Green Bay right now that they are working on a contract extension for Aaron Jones. Mm-hmm. So if that gets done by Sunday, that would not surprise me right. at this point. It looks like they're actually actively trying to keep Aaron Jones pretty strong, which makes sense. The guy's a really good runner. The guy was what, running back two last year? He was
1: running back two, yeah. So
0: it, it makes sense. It's hard when you get a guy – who finishes like running back two overall last year. And there's not like a lot of buzz out there right now. I'm like, Hey, let me get a first Aaron Jones. Like, I'd rather have, you know, Deandre Swift.
1: Well, I mean, I I think it's because he scored so many touchdowns and there's, there is definitely going to be a regression there. So it's hard. It's hard. I I,
0: I have a guy who on my list here for bowl prediction has scored a lot of touchdowns too, that I look to see a lot of regression from (laughs) maybe approximately 18.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's a pretty big regression.
0: It's, well, it's kind of hard to score 18 again, <laughs> but we'll see. I, it could be anybody, right? Any, any running back any in the world.
1: Any running back. Any running back. That relies heavily on volume and touchdowns.
0: Okay. Well, I have a, I, I would say I agree with you on this, but it would ruin one of my bold predictions. Oh, all right. All right. So we'll just wait. There's only
1: room for one there. <laughs> <laughs> There's
0: only room for one. Let's move on. Bold prediction number two, three overall. Number two for me. Matt, you've heard this name come out of my mouth for three years straight. Let's hear it. And I'm finally ready to stand on a soapbox and take all the applause <laughs> for being right. When it happens, of course. <laughs> when it happens. My bullet prediction number two for me all right. is Jarek McKinnon will be a top 16 PPR fantasy running back, which is going to be a high-end running back too. This is just a situation, again, if, I, if I'm going to recover the bases here, he's it, He's in San Francisco. Kyle Shanahan, you could argue, is one of the best running back coaches in the game today. Absolutely. And this is a guy that he chose in Jarek McKinnon to be a very important part of his scheme and his system. So much so, where they had a complete out from him this year, they still kept him around. Granted, it was at a reduced salary, but at the same time, we got to remember, in 2018, they gave Jarek McKinnon a four-year deal worth $36.9 million.
1: It's been reduced since. His salary is no longer that bloated salary. But he's
0: he's been paid a lot. Right, absolutely. Yep for a reason this is a system where kyle shannon has where his running backs have finished in the top eight in receptions and top five in receiving yards for all the years that he's been there for the last three years this is a man who gets production out of his running backs look what he did with Rah- raheem moster mm-hmm. right raheem moster Absolutely. is a guy of the street now you want raheem moster on your roster you're drafting him in redraft to be your guy he chose jarek mckinnon to be his ppr running back Kyle Shanahan utilizes his running backs in the passing game. They always finish in the top five in receiving yards. Raheem Mostert's not going to be that prime time receiver running back. It's going to be Jared McKinnon. Reports out of camp right now that he looks electric. No linebacker can stay with him. His speed, his athleticism is top notch. Showed that in Minnesota. It's a reason he got a big contract in San Francisco. If Jarek McKinnon can stay healthy... He's going to finish as a top 16 fantasy running back in PPR leagues. He won't necessarily have the rushing yards, but he, I think he will come away with the receiving yards and the catches to finish as that low end running back, too. That we always see those PPR running backs that squeeze into like running back 11, running back 12. Yep. If everybody stays healthy, which I have to kind of bar this on, I think he's going to finish on the outside of that, which puts him right around like 14, 15, 16. If anything happens, maybe Mostert, maybe get, you know, an, Tevin Coleman, just a jag sure. where he does get some carries before the yard. I think Jerry McKinnon's a great asset this year. I obviously I've loved him for three years, but now he's actually going to the season healthy. So now I'm excited about what I'm going to get. This is a guy who I want. I said, Hey, pay a first round pick. If you have to two years ago, I've looked like an idiot since then. Well, I'm ready to turn that frown upside down. And, uh, what's that called? When, uh, everybody's been laughing at you for a while. And then you're like, Hey, egg on you now
1: in your face, jerk. Oh, in your face, jerks! (laughs) Is what I usually
0: hey, jerks listening, (laughs) in your face.
1: So, in your ears. So I'm with you there. I I think he is going to have a low rushing total, but I, I, you know, I I could see him getting like 400 yards though uh, in the rushing department, and then like another six, seven hundred yards in a passing. In the passing,
0: like 480. rushing.
1: Yeah. So I mean, you're in the 1100 yard, you know, all-purpose type of of territory there, which is which is pretty decent. As as you know, you're not going to get to 700 yards. Receiving without having fifty or sixty catches, so,
0: so I think it's be a little bit. That's the thing. I think it's be a little bit above that. Yeah, I really will. Definitely, they're going to start off slow with the receiver. I know Debo's going to be back week one, but I'm looking closer like the 70 75 maybe receptions. Right,
1: and, and if he stays healthy, he really does have a good shot. Uh, Kyle shannon is unparalleled at not only putting those guys in position, but picking those guys and, and that are going to fit into his system. So. Uh, I definitely think that they paid him for a reason. It's just, unfortunately they haven't seen him on the field yet. Now they're finally going to get a chance.
0: Yeah. And I think Kyle wants to say the same thing to everybody yeah. in your face. Jerks like, look, yeah, you met Lee left us for paying all this money. Look at this guy. Yep. 95 receptions, 1030 receiving yards, eight rushing yards, 50 touchdowns. I mean, look what he
1: did with, with Devonte Freeman. And I don't think there's anybody out there that would, would say that Jarek McKinnon's not more explosive than, than uh, Devonte Freeman. So, no, certainly not. So, I mean, as long as he has returned to his pre-injury form, he made Tevin Coleman, right.
0: Uh, a dynasty darling. Sure. He's made Raheem Moster a dynasty darling. He made Matt preta look good. Right. So, I mean, so almost like any running back, this guy touches all of a sudden you're like, Ooh, I want some of that. Mm-hmm. Can I get some of that? Matt bold prediction. Number four coming out of your camp. Healthy. Give it to me.
1: All right. Number two for me. Number four, overall wide receiver, new England Patriots. Gunnar Orzewitsky. <laughs> yeah, mm, sounds sounds boring. Sounds sounds like I nailed it. Will outperform Nikhil Harry this year from a fantasy perspective. Oh. Bold. Thank you very much. So if That's you guys pretty
0: bold, a first round
1: pick to Gunner. Absolutely. So Gunner is a is a guy who was an undrafted free agent out of some college. I really don't even it's has Bemid- Bemidji change your college state. I I mean, honestly, I I have no idea how to say it. B E M I D J I state.
0: It's spelled again.
1: B E M I D J I. I have no idea. Exactly. So he was a cornerback there converted to wide receiver last year and made made the roster towards the end of last year and then this year he has all the reviews out of campus he's the second best wide receiver in camp he's the most improved wide receiver from from last year that's still around and picked him up i I, got shares i definitely picked him up six foot 190 pounds just like a um, traditional type of i think slot wide receiver but we all know that cam loves to pepper the the slot wide receivers. So it, you know, it'll be Julian Edelman on one side, you know, gunner will be on the other side. There's been little to no buzz about Nikhil Harry looking good. So it's just, I think a matter of time before he kind of supplants him and is out there more than him.
0: Nice. It's, yeah. it's nice. Pretty bold. Pretty, I mean, pretty bold. It's nothing crazy.
1: It? This is, this is like a, a low end guy that you can stash right. and, and definitely worth a pickup. In my opinion.
0: It's not that hard at this point that, for somebody to, I'll produce Nikhil here.
1: I I concur. All
0: right. Next bold prediction for me. Bold prediction number, well, my third one. Your I'll
1: third assume. one. It's five overall.
0: <clears throat> J.K. Dobbins will be a running back one the second half of the season and will flirt with round one startup value going into the 2021 startup class. Uh J.K. Dobbins, tons of tons of positive positive reports come out of camp a guy who we loved, who we had his 1B mm-hmm. here in our rookie startup during the tape process, right. alone, and he goes into a system that's the number one Russian team in the NFL that fits this RPO scheme perfectly. They, If if, if Baltimore's actually going to utilize the pass catcher running back, which is what we kind of have a feeling they want to do and they've been trying to find that guy to be that guy over the last two years, to find these speed running backs that have good hands on, to get on the outside to right. go with a guy like Lamar, Lamar Jackson, this could just be fantasy gold. So, if he turns into that second half running back one and finishes the year strong, like I think they're going to do how they're just going to ease him into kind of the Alvin Kamara role, Miles Sanders role, how almost the same exact thing as the Miles Sanders effect
1: from last year, from last year. Absolutely.
0: Um, everything that happened with him last year, I look to happen with J.K. Dobbins, but even more so, because I think he's only look even better behind that better offensive line. He did lose Marshall Yanda. That kind of hurts. It does big time, but that even opens up the screen game a little bit more, maybe get him in the flat a little bit more. So for me, J.K. Dobbins is going to finish the second half of the year as a running back one. He's going to look so good doing it. He's going to get the Miles Sanders effect, and people are going to want to start taking him in the first round next year.
1: Is it? Would it be crazy to think that since Baltimore runs the ball so much that they would be able to have and support a running back one and a running back two?
0: No, 100% not. I don't think so. This goes back to my. I was on a guest show um, last week and I I was arguing there. I was trying to make an argument for like Austin Eckler being one of the most undervalued high end running back ones out there today. And one of the questions was, well, aren't you worried that now he's the main guy that he'll do worse? And I'm like, no, absolutely not. Like, he's going to get more touches, he's going to do better. And as you have to remember, this is a guy. Who has consistently proven to be a running back one. Like and what, and what did he show over the first 10 games of last season? Running back one. Yeah, exactly. like three overall. Right. Melvin Gordon came back, he was still running back one. Yeah. But my main point was going back if you go back just a couple of years ago as well, before Austin Eckler got hurt, you have to remember Melvin Gordon was like running back three, and Austin Eckler at the same time was like running back nine. He right. was still a running back one because of how well he catches the football. And There were, like, this is something like, oh, well, they get away away from the catches. They won't because they scheme him for that. Because that's a strong suit. That's what you're going to do. It's like you're not going to throw the ball all of a sudden to Christian McCaffrey. No, of course you're going to do that because it's your strong suit. In today's NFL, it's the easiest way to open up the field is utilizing a running back there if you have a really good pass catcher running back.
1: Right. A mismatch guy.
0: Austin Eckler is literally one of the best in the league. It's him and Christian McCaffrey. 1A, 1B mm-hmm. when it comes to pass catch and running back. So, same thing with like J.K. Dobbins. You, could probably, have throw, you Kingers, could probably
1: throw Alvin in there. He's pretty good, too. Alvin, right. Kamara, very right.
0: good. I mean, Tariq Cohen's pretty good, but he's really small. I wouldn't. Um, but I he's wouldn't on put, that level. Yeah, I wouldn't put Tariq um, anywhere close to him. But from a pass catch standard, yes. So, J.K. Dobbins, to me, can they support a running back one, a running back two? 100%. Yeah. On a team that runs the ball as much as they do, they could almost support – if. Granted, he's in a PPR game like Austin Eckler was. His all his points came through the air. If J.K. JK Dobbins could be involved enough in the passing game, they could support two running back ones.
1: Yeah, that that was my whole point. Like they they run the ball so much there, I think they can support both. If if J.K. Dobbins just takes a little bit of the reception, I think from just a rushing standpoint, I, I, I that they can support both those two those two. Um, You know, a wider or a running back one and a running back two, and 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 be fine with that. I think that's how they want to win games. And those over
0: thirty-five touchdown passes that came from uh, Lamar Jackson last year could start to go a little bit more towards the Russian side Mm -hmm. of the game. So, or J.K. Dobbins would be on the other end of some of those receiving Receiving touchdowns as well. So, I love J.K. Dobbins. I said it before in this podcast. I had a lot of number two shares that I was able to trade up for, and I took Jonathan Taylor. Uh, in almost all of them, and I wish I would have taken J.K. Dobbins in ninety-five percent of them.
1: And, now, and I told you that if I if I would have had that number two pick, we would have made that trade. It would have been for J.K. Dobbins. It would have been. It would not have been for. Jonathan I still
0: Taylor. have multiple Dobbins shares, yeah. and it was more. I only have two Jonathan Taylor shares. Both came from the second slot, and then one was a startup draft. I got them in. Um, so I was just. It was like one of those things. I just want to get a share. Like I have one share of DeAndre Swift. Totally. I have no yeah. shares of Justin Jefferson. Mm-hmm. So. I, when I, when you're in 20 dynasty leagues, when it comes to these rookies, sometimes, like in each different pick, you want to diversify.
1: I, I totally get I that. Do, yep At least. So, yeah. but
0: I don't have enough of J.K. Dobbins. And I'm starting to feel like Matt, like he's the kind of player, like so far, like throughout the years of doing the podcast, there's always like a player here and there. I mean, even going back to Devontae Adams, um, George Kittle, guys that we just like, we get a good feeling about. Like even that, guys that everybody knows about mm-hmm. now. Oh, yeah where an overpay today is an underpay tomorrow, right? That's what I've been saying for six years. Sometimes players are just an overpay today. It's an underpay tomorrow. I feel like JK Dobbins is an overpay today and underpay tomorrow. Uh, 21 first, a 21 second and give him a running back back.
1: Yeah, no, it's uh, it's a great point. I only got him in one league and it was a startup league. I didn't get him any of my rookie drafts, but I was really happy to get him. And then, uh, <laughs> It was one of the dynasty trade calculator guys. Just, yeah. just tried to trade with me the other day, and he, tra- he sent over the, uh, um, oh the Antonio Gibson for, oh. for, for J.K. Dobbins. Oh
0: J.P. Hurley, yeah. just trade calculator.
1: I just wrote, I wrote oh. back, come on, man. And then he wrote, just doing a heat check. I was like, I understand.
0: He did the same thing for me. <laughs> yeah. He sent me in. An remember, because he wrote in the group chat, he's yeah. like, "What is no, no Antonio Gibson fans here?" I wrote yeah. back and was like, "Yeah, for the right price." Yeah, no doubt, man. I look. As, listen, listen. I was somebody out of this podcast. I was bigger on Antonio Gibson than both of you guys. Right, absolutely. Um, I love this film. And I said, this is a guy I'm going to have tons of shares of. Mm-hmm. But right now, with it, what his value is, it's, I'm it's, selling.
1: Yeah, it's through the roof right now.
0: Yeah, it's, it's I'm selling Antonio Gibson. Because there's no, he's uncertain. He's mm-hmm. only got 77 touches at in college, or 33 carries. I mean, everybody knows his stat. Right. Uh, right now, everybody's talking Antonio Gibson, Antonio Gibson, which I like him. I think it, I like his film. But we're talking about a guy who has limited tape,
1: very limited film. I mean, even on a when limited he, team. Right. Even when you're watching his film, like it, it's just like you're you're just watching him block half the time because he was just he was just running or running routes so he wasn't getting the ball. Like, when he touched
0: the ball, I thought he was dynamic. Right. I, I I had him higher than anybody else in our rankings. I did podcasts early on saying this is a guy. Remember, I said before, and I was like, he will be outstarting in Darius Geis right. by the middle of the year. Like I think he was that talented. And that's the
1: thing. He looks. Much more special with the ball in his hand than running around.
0: For sure. So he needs but to be. Bryce, a loves, to, I mean, right. Bryce loves to buy. He's right. a cheap guy. Like Bryce loves to buy. Sure. Antonio Gibson's to sell. Yeah. For the right price. If you can get any kind of established player, Like I was offered in the league. He, he just he just took it back, and I I would have smash accepted, but I have so many. I'm l- I have way more young receivers. Even though I need that veteran receiver, I was offered Adam Thielen for Antonio Gibson straight up. Mm. So That's it it's fair. But, like, my running backs are older. I have no young running backs, so it's, like, almost worth a gamble. And I'll, I have Brian Edwards, Denzel Mims, uh, CeeDee Lamb, right. Michael Thomas. So, like, I, I'm okay at receiver. No, no old proving guy.
1: You got Michael Thomas. I mean, you have Michael Thomas as the As the vet. As I, the of your, yeah, but you could probably use one older guy.
0: And I have some other older guys that are, like, those okay. Are, those, those other guys are, are the all – I mean, they're
1: all rookies. It's all tough. Rest, yeah.
0: I'm still thinking about it. So, moving on, Matt. We spent a lot of time on that. J.K. Dobbins went off uh, different branches here, but we're still doing bold predictions. So, Matt, yep,
1: bold predict away. Um, My number third one is, oh, yeah, Trent Taylor, wide receiver of the San Francisco 49ers, if you guys forgot who he is. Can't talk about
0: defense and not talk about TT.
1: Will outscore all other wide receivers, not named Debo Samuels, on the 49ers and be a low-end wide receiver three this year.
0: So basically he's gonna outscore Brandon Ayuk.
1: He's gonna outscore Brandon Ayuk and Kendrick Bourne. Wait, Dante Pettis? There's the Dante Pettis people out there. What are you talking about? He is going to be the second best wide receiver on that team. I will not argue that. <laughs> <because> <laughs> this is bad. This is harkens back to my last year's very bold Kittle
0: will be the number one receiver. D will be the number two, McKinney be the number three, and he'll be the number four. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Right. Who will who have more receiving yards? Raheem Moster? Or what's the guy's name? Trent, Trent Taylor, Taylor for sure. <laughs> I knew his name.
1: Get out of here! He's, oh. he's gonna be. He's gonna have at least eight hundred and fifty yards.
0: Matt, will he be the most important question here? Yes. Is is he a top thirty six fantasy receiver?
1: I said he's gonna finish as a low end wide receiver three. Oh, okay. I didn't hear that part. You because you just tuned out after Trent Taylor. Oh, didn't my you? God,
0: Trent, here we go.
1: Yep. Bold. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna finish as a low end wide hey, receiver three.
0: Listen. If he's a wide receiver three, then he's startable. He's going to be catching tons of balls. to get there, porn star. Exactly. Next on the clock, number four, my bold prediction, Derrick Henry will be on the outside <laughs> of the top 16 what? fantasy PPR running backs.
1: Not only is he a not a running back one, now he has fallen out of the top 16?
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. Top 16. Wow. Running back 17, Matt. Wow. Just like Joe Mixon last year. I just... I just look at a guy who's very talented. Oh, yeah. On a team that you should be able to probably stack the box against, that lost their right tackle in Jack Conklin, mm-hmm. that completely overdid it last year and outproduced every margin of what he should have done last year.
1: Did you see how worn down he looked in the playoffs? that last game he just looked like he just didn't have any juice left they they
0: ran him hard
1: they ran him into the ground
0: you're talking about guy for three and a half years didn't do anything mm-hmm. right and then last year they gave him tons of carries but even last year like it was like for the most part it was kind of like he had you know six really 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 good games and then like a couple good games and this average game which is fair for any any receiver that But is, Matt, yeah he scored 18 russian touchdowns last year or 18 touchdowns last year overall that's not going to happen.
1: Again. That's LeGarrette Blount-esque. Yeah,
0: that's not going to happen again. Mm-hmm. So, say he comes back down about a half, nine touchdowns.
1: That's 50 points. That is nine more touchdowns that my man, A.J. Brown, is going to catch. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> that's what I love to hear. I think
0: the receiving games is just taking take a step forward. I think John New Smith is going to take a step forward here. Um, you can look up for me a little bit of regression from a guy like Ryan Tannehill. It's just with Derrick Henry most likely not being involved in a passing game. Mm-hmm. I look for him to regress to right around running back 17. Now, I only do, do I think this is likely? No, but I'm going bold.
1: Bold. Right? These are bold. And
0: I just look at him to finish where I normally think he really is, is like a mid range running back, too.
1: Right. No, because he doesn't offer much in the, the passing game. I think he had a, a, a few fluke games where he, he broke off really long runs. Like the, oh, yeah. the Browns game came, came to. Uh, the top of my mind, there he had like a seventy-yard reception or seventy-five-yard like reception for, for a touchdown. So he, uh, besides those big plays, he doesn't offer anything in the passing game. And and they went out and spent, you know, a third round was it a third round on Darrington Evans. Yeah, it was, it was a third-round pick this past year uh, on a guy that's going to basically specialize in that kind of role anyway. So he, he's not going to have anything there. It's going to be all volume and all touchdowns. So um, if he does have any sort of regression on the touchdowns. He's gonna slip some. I don't know that he's gonna slip all the way to sixteen, but bold, Matt. bold.
0: I'm not, I'm not here to be uh mild. Right. I'm here to be bold. bold. Okay, habanero.
1: Bold move, Cotton. Matt, you're up. So my next bold prediction is Ryan Nall will lead the Chicago backfield in carries oh, this year. My David Montgomery obviously right now has got a bad case of the groins. And he's gonna miss. Okay, <laughs> no, he's got a growing injury, and he's gonna, you know, he's missing probably at least the first couple of weeks, but it could stretch on. And and those are the kind of injuries, especially on running backs that need to cut laterally, that could I could definitely see coming back to haunt him if he if he tries to return a little bit too early. So, um, just look for that to, to be kind of a reoccurring thing, and, and for him to be pulling himself out of games and, and not really performing up to snuff, I guess, which we, I don't know that we even know what his up to snuff looks like completely. So now right now is really the only banger, uh, you know, between the tackles type of guy that they have on the roster. It's, it's Tre' Cohen and, and it's Ryan Nall and, and it's David Montgomery. So, you know, just by default, I wanted to get the name out there and say, Hey, this guy might actually lead this backfield in touches. If, if this is an issue going forward.
0: I think, I think the Chicago offense rebounds this year I think Mitch Trubisky holds on to the starting job for all 16 games I think he does take a mild step forward I think David Montgomery rebounds off of his terrible le- year last year is just subpar
1: mm-hmm.
0: it looks better I think Alan Robinson's gonna help that I think Cole Komet's gonna help that along with a guy like Jimmy Graham and I think Anthony Miller is gonna help it I think I think the core players that they have if you take out Alan take out Alan Robinson who I think elite mm-hmm. um it's a bunch of guys who are above average they're solid guys on nfl rosters where if that was like if the bears were my team like i'd be like dude i like i'm pumped about andy miller coming out you know like, I, sure. I like him. i love his game I love his right. route running coming out of memphis fantastic like he's finally healthy now he's gonna do well cole Komet, great value had a really good camp there for uh the bears this year learn from jimmy graham two viable weapons there on a weapon i know jimmy graham's older than older than uh, dirt dirt which is pretty old
1: he might have invented it
0: His grand his grandpa did for definitely sure, definitely for sure so i mean he knew the guy at least who invented dirt <laughs> which is pretty impressive in <laughs> itself so i don't know i think the bears are gonna be like okay i think al robinson's elite but i think other people are gonna be like i think I think Komet's going to show us some this year. Like, okay, you know, you're in a super flex tight end premium league. Like, ooh, I'm glad I got him later. I think Anthony Miller is going to make his name a little bit more well known. Maybe it's around that Sterling Shepard frame where it's like a low end wide receiver three, but still an asset. I'm talking,
1: I'm talking Ryan now is the next Peyton Hillis.
0: I can get down with that.
1: Bold prediction. So, but it all comes out. You're, like, you're talking like mild, like maybe just like a little bit of pepper uh, or flake. You're talking here. cover a Madden. I'm, t- I'm talking cover a Madden oh, next year. Man. Ryan Nall leading the backfield. I
0: wouldn't that one up for sure. <laughs> um, let's move on. Shall all right, we? Let's move on. Ooh. Bold prediction number five. DJ Shark, Matt. Yes. will finish as a top six fantasy football wide receiver. Now, hey, he had a great year last year.
1: You had me at DJ Sharp.
0: I know I did. That's why I'm all (laughs) pumped about it. I mean, he led the team in receiving yards, had Mm -hmm. 1,008 touchdowns, had eight. And this is still a team that they threw a ton of balls to Leonard Fournette,
1: right? Oh.
0: Now, to be fair.
1: Where's Leo at now?
0: Lenny's out on Tampa Bay. He's going to be just fine. I almost want to do a bold prediction on him that he's going to be a running back one. But I, 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 I took myself back a little bit. 'Cause now Chris Thompson's gonna catch seventy six footballs Indeed. if he stays healthy. Yes, he is. But this is a team that's gutted, mm. right? They, they have their defense has nobody left on it. Nobody left they trade it. away, everybody. They're gonna be trailing every single game. They have no established running back. Is it James Robinson? Is it Devon Ozigbo? Is it Chris Thompson?
1: Robinson's at the top of the depth chart, right? He now. is at
0: the very top of the depth chart. These depth charts can be silly. Silly. But that's okay. Mm -hmm. But this is a guy, too, that Gardner Minshew really liked to target. I mean, this is somebody who, over over a guy like Nick Foles, when Minshew was in there, he showed that he liked DJ Shark the best. I mean, this is a guy who had 13 red zone targets and saw about 33% of the targets out there in Jacksonville. He's easily the number one wide receiver took a big step forward last year. You could call it last year's breakout season. Mm-hmm. And this is a guy who's established himself as a legit wide receiver in the NFL. Now, kind of like that you know, DeAndre Hopkins effect, and these receivers that are on these really bad football teams are trailing all the time. They bust out at the end of these games because they're always trailing. And DJ Sharks got the points. size Love and it. speed Absolutely. to just take the top off of a defense He's and blow it up.
1: Four. He's fast. so tall, so fast. You know I love him, and and it's him and a bunch of guys. You know what I mean. D.D. Westbrook was kind of the guy before him, and he's there. They're saying he's you know playing with the third strings right now. So it's 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 DJ Chark. It's you know Laviska Shenault, who's a rookie and, and hard to rely on, and then like Chris Conley, who who showed out pretty well last year. I think he had around nine hundred yards or something like that. Just but a guy. Just a guy as well. Um, and Keelan Cole, another guy that that's just a guy. So, um, and yeah, if Keelan Cole could catch, better, he'd be, yeah, he, he would be, he'd be a pretty special. solid, yeah, he, receiver. He, he definitely would. Uh, you know, a nice little undrafted guy, I think Kentucky or something. I can't, I can't remember where he came out of, but whatever. Um, garbage, yeah, exactly. And like you said, though, no one else to throw to. Um, it, For now, at least they have Tyler Eifert at at tight end, but it's going to be Eifert, it's going to be DJ Chark, and it's going to be Chris Thompson. And Chris Thompson and Eifert are are huge injury risks. So we'll see how long those guys are able to stay afloat and stay fantasy relevant, but their, their defense, you know, terrible, like you already said. They're sending, they're sending, uh, Third round picks from a year ago to Cleveland for a fifth round pick, you know what I mean? Like Crazy. making those kind of moves. So yeah, starters, they're getting rid of starters, exactly,
0: and a loser sending pro bowlers and all pros away. So to me, this is a situation where I can look DJ Shark easily get into that thirteen hundred yard range just because of how many targets he's going to see and how many yards and desperate plays you're going to get. And you know, when you're down like three touchdowns, those defensive backs pay a little bit more lax back there. Oh yeah. So look for DJ shark to be a top six fantasy football receiver because the Jaguars are so bad.
1: The sharks and get all the rewards. So bad, Matt, hit me again. Moving on my fifth bold prediction of the day. This pull, is, pull, pull, this has pull. gotta be a record. I don't think I've ever made five. You've never made five. This is a record. This has got to be a record. Thank you very much. He's got seven total people. Seven total. I can't believe I came up with all of them. Um, P- <laughs> PJ Walker will be the starting QB by week seven oh, of this season. Tentative Teddy will, have, not let this will go. have played himself out of a job week seven against the Saints. PJ Walker, the former temple owl will be starting for um, the, the Carolina Panthers. He's going to be chucking it deep. He's going to be running all over the yard and he is going to be lighting up the world. EJ Walker.
0: Nah, I got poo poo all over that one. <laughs> that that's not happening. That's you, not going to happen.
1: You think tentative Teddy is going to be? He's going to be pulling it off the whole yeah, year.
0: I do. I 100 percent do. I think it's going to be okay. I think they're going to put him in the right positions. Keep everything short. Play. I think they're going to play it safe. They have Christian McCaffrey. They got three very solid receivers and DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, Curtis Samuel, young tight end. I think they're going to be. Just fine there. I think they will draft a quarterback because their
1: team won't be that great. They're definitely drafting a quarterback.
0: But I think you've taken his teddy hate as far as I say the Derrick Henry at. The only difference is at least make Derrick Henry a running back too.
1: tenant tentative Teddy will be a quarterback
0: too. I think tentative teddy's gonna surprise you. I think he's gonna do just fine. I think he'll be number twenty four. Okay, that's fair. That's not
1: still a quarterback too, and flux. Never mind. He is number 31 <laughs> out of 32, 32. qualifiers. Who's 32?
0: Uh, Gardner? No, I think
1: Minshew's better than him.
0: You think Minshew's better than Teddy? Absolutely.
1: Okay. Who's well, 33 or 32? Fine. Just put him in 32. Don't put me on the spot like this, okay? I was just
0: wondering who would be 32. I'm uh, trying to think of a really bad quarterback. I'm trying to Ryan think Ryan of one. What... I'll take Ryan Fitzpatrick over I would take Teddy. Ryan Fitzpatrick
1: over him as Dude. well. I'm scrolling down. Yeah, that
0: kind of beard and mustache and shades and you're going to be a QB 18.
1: Yeah, dude. I, I, I Phillip rivers, maybe no. Oop.
0: That's close. That's close. Okay. Out of fantasy quarterbacks, Phillip rivers. He's one of the last guys I would choose to start.
1: Yeah. He's bad. Taysom Hill might
0: have a give him dude, a run. He's having a
1: starter. You're talking about Drew Brees. I'm looking for starters here.
0: You're putting Teddy is all right. I'll, I'll listen to it. I guess
1: I just, I just don't buy it, man. Okay. That's just me. All right. I'm putting it out there because I don't buy it. Over Jimmy Garoppolo? Jimmy Garoppolo is way better. Different.
0: Mm, okay. He's
1: in a different stratosphere than Tentative Teddy.
0: All right. Well, let's bring this podcast back down to you, right. shall we?
1: Yep. Before we do, how about a commercial? Let's do it.
0: From one of our advertisers, My Bookie. That's right, guys. The winning season returns at My Bookie. Winning season means doubling your first deposit. Guys, we're talking about free money you've already put money into these other sites your free deposit long gone friends Mm. know what it means move on to the next one double that deposit at my bookie at my bookie winning season means hitting all your parlays and prop bets with your feet up watching your team trounce their rivals rejoice it's time to celebrate the nfl season invest in your intuition use promo code nerds and double your first deposit that's right Drop in that new promo code NERDS and you're going to get double your deposit. That's new crazy. players get up to $1,000 in free play designed to add more excitement to the sports you love and the games that you want to bet on. From live betting to championship futures, every play you want to make is waiting at my bookie. It's simple. Make your picks, win big, collect your cash. cash. Use that promo code NERDS and double your first deposit. Your winning season begins today only at MyBookie. Go to MyBookie.com today. Check them out. Get that money in there. Double it down. Make all the smart bets. Make your future bet for the Browns to win the Super Bowl. Become a millionaire. Buy me something nice because I told you to make that bet. And then uh, we'll talk later. Boom. Yeah, buy a nerd shirt. Wow. a million bucks. You got bye. a million
1: bucks. Please go no. to our store. Buy. Spend a little cash. Yeah, I
0: give you that hot tip, buddy. Yeah. Pal. bye Chica. A Buy a hat. Ooh, dad hat. Yeah, trucker hat. Ooh,
1: trucker hat, dad dude, hat. Dude, I'll tell you what. Hooded those, sweatshirt. Dude,
0: those Dynasty members only hoodies, super comfy.
1: Yeah. Love it. I've seen you wearing it. Yeah. I want to get myself one.
0: I got two the black and the blue. Nice. Yeah. So when white beats me, it, does, it blend in. <laughs> just just run, blends yep, right just in. Blend
1: in. Like, I got a the hoodie. Blends in with your boots. Dude, love it.
0: Like, I'm a hoodie guy. Yeah. So I have a lot of hoodies.
1: Yeah. Love it. got to have a good hoodie, man. And I'm not BSing. Like if you yeah. own
0: Dice shirt and I tell you it's the most comfortable shirt in the world, when you, number one comment I get when people get a shirt, I'm like, Oh wow, you weren't
1: messing around. That's this actually is really a that's super
0: comfortable shirt. And actually I'm like, a nice shirt. I'm not going to podcast and lie. Have we ever lied on the podcast?
1: I mean, I've heard you make some bold predictions that I know.
0: Those are bold
1: predictions.
0: <laughs> I'm not saying this shirt could be could possibly be the most comfortable shirt. I'm going, this is the most comfortable yeah. shirt ever. I'm not telling you Jarek McKinnon is 100% a running back, one high end top 16 running back. I'm saying, this is my bold prediction. <laughs> All right. I'm telling you the Browns are going to win the Super Bowl. I just pray every pray night before I go to bed. Every bat.
1: single night.
0: I'm, I'm like, ah, I hope there's world peace or I hope the Browns win the Super Bowl. If you made me pick one, Taking the Super Bowl,
1: <laughs> rich.
0: Listen, I'm no hippie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know the world can't be peaceful. <laughs> Listen,
0: the world's gonna end. I got to see a brown Super Bowl. Listen, just get there. If we lose, I'll be heartbroken, but I'll I'll still say we got there.
1: I don't know if I could stand it. Man, all we gotta do is get through Pat Mahomes. No big deal. No big deal for the next. Fifteen years.
0: Yeah, no big deal. No big Whoa. deal. Matt, give me a bold prediction. Oh,
1: uh, wait, I'm I think you're up, sir. Ooh, I've only got seven, so you should probably double up here or something.
0: Let me, <laughs> d- Matt. Let me double up here. <laughs> yeah. My bold prediction number six. We only got about thirteen minutes. We're going to do like a little. Uh, Let's
1: get these going. Come on.
0: Cruise control. Matt, let me tell you about my day. Sure. It all started at six a.m. Wait, five fifty-nine. Because I wake up before my alarm goes off. What? I woke up. Did you wake
1: up one minute before your alarm goes off?
0: I usually wake up about two minutes before my alarm goes off. It's weird. So body clock weird. It is weird. Mm. But we're not talking about my body clock. We're talking about bull predictions. Let's hear it. So if you stop interrupting me, (laughs) who does
1: that? Honestly,
0: Duke Johnson will outscore David Johnson. That right. You could take David Johnson, his bad back, his bad year since 2016, his puny 3.7 yards per rush. Uh, that was in 2019 In 2018 he averaged 3.6 yards per rush so he doesn't ate-
1: he have a crummy wrist to throw oh, that in there too. dude
0: stop spanking that meat so much david <laughs> keep that wrist strong listen dude johnson another tan other another tan they gave him some opportunity in houston and run the ball he looked good you know what dude johnson averages per rush mat 4.9 yards per carry and guess what he could do catch the ball just as good as david johnson so he's also very viable in the passing game They don't have a lot of receiving options out there that are, like, Mm -hmm. proven healthy. Brandon Cooks, Will Fuller. eh, I like Brandon Cooks. Cooks. Will Fuller. (laughs) Yeah. So, to me, I think David Johnson, listen, probably a great guy. Probably a really cool friend.
1: Yep. Absolutely.
0: For one year, he was a fantastic fantasy football player. Outstanding. In 2016. Matt, that was almost... Twenty years ago,
1: it might as well. By my math, math. it might okay. as well have been.
0: I mean, dude, Tiger King was on Netflix like four or five months ago. As a age of the world, that feels like eighteen years ago. Yep, this these are COVID years. COVID years. So right yeah, now. so this is everything's multiplied it's, by
1: five. It's like dog years,
0: but by five. But by five. So David Johnson was good last time, twenty years ago. Twenty years ago. That being said, Duke Johnson, Matt, very boldly, very predictably, will outscore. <laughs> David Johnson, one DJ to the other DJ. Yep. Matt hit me with a bold prediction.
1: All right. I'll hit you. How Uh, many more you got left? uh, Two. Ooh, these are gonna be good. Yes, they are. So number six, Tyler Boyd (laughs) will outperform AJ Green for a second straight year. Now this
0: is actually bold this time. Yes. Because last time you said this, AJ Green was out.
1: He was in, he was injured, but yes. no one knew that he was going to miss the entire season. Truth. This year, it yes. is super bold because AJ Green is healthy, supposedly. But the only reason I have him outperforming AJ Green is because he is only going to be <laughs> healthy for a little while. So makes sense. Yeah, okay. that, that's why that's why I see Tyler Boyd outperforming him. I don't I do not think that Tyler Bord is more more talented wide receiver than A.J. Green. I just smell another injury. He already missed time with a hamstring. He did. And he is old and fragile. He hasn't mm-hmm. been able to stay healthy for about the last three seasons. And I, it's just a matter of time before A.J. Green goes down with some nagging sort of injury.
0: Well, just like anything that comes out of a box that says fragile, I do like to rub it a little bit.
1: So, are you going to rub AJ Green?
0: The right way because I like him. Okay. This year. I <laughs> think he's like a genie in a bottle and then grant me a wide receiver one, borderline wide receiver two finish. He definitely will
1: for like three games.
0: Okay. All right. It's not bad. So, we're talking like Chris Thompson, kind of like a yep. receiver. Absolutely. Yeah. Listen, I think AJ Green has a great year all right if he stays
1: healthy if he stays healthy i concur (laughs) i think joe burrow is a very special talent at the wide receiver position or by at the quarterback position and he can distribute to all those wide receivers but i just do not think that aj green is going to stay healthy
0: matt let me give you my next bold prediction jameson crowder will finish the season with 110
1: receptions they go with 685 yards that sounds an awful lot like what he did last year. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so so that that I I could definitely see happening right now. They don't have anybody else in the wide receiver core that can do anything. Denzel Brashad, Mims is back. Denzel Mims is back. Rashad Perryman has got swelling in his knee, which is kind of how he started his career with with knee issues, and he and he didn't get off to a great start there. No boy, no man. So I don't see him being a factor literally at all. I'm uh, hopefully you guys didn't draft him at all in any sort of. Redraft leagues this year, and and hoping and praying that he was going to get some sort of volume because nope. he, he's, he's he, not the X factor; he's the W factor. Exactly. Denzel Mims is just going to kind of he's going to cut into anything and probably learn a little bit from him what to do, what not to do because he's a seasoned guy. But that's that's going to be his role. I don't I don't see him being very beneficial to anybody's fantasy well, line.
0: So, Jamison is going to come in. Yep. He's going to be Sam Darnold's target. Of course, Chris Herndon's there it, as well.
1: It's going to be those two guys. They're
0: going to try and find a, ways to get. Le'Veon Bell evolved more in the passing game, but it's going to be Jamison Crowder. Just kind of start started off last year and it kind of faded away with the 17 receptions in week one. Mm-hmm. Look for that to kind of continue. Not 17 receptions we week got, week but have, have we ever seen a guy having 110 receptions and finishes like a low-end wide receiver too?
1: It has been a while. He he operates very close to the line of scrimmage. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, but he catches, I mean, he gets open, he catches things. Um He's not a very explosive player, but he's a reliable target. Matt, your last and final bold prediction. Last and final bold prediction, saving obviously the best for last. Of course. Um, My man, well, actually Garrett's man, Alexander Madison, will play well enough this season in Minnesota that they will decide to move on from Dalvin Cook in the offseason. Ooh bold so obviously there's been a lot of speculation dalvin cook was holding out or not or not holding out or holding out or not holding out for portions of this or holding out or holding out um during portions of this uh mini or uh, training camp while while he was trying to figure out a contract and then they just broke off contract negotiations altogether. together and i think it has something to do with the fact that um they're one of these teams that's that's projected to be in the negative next year as far as cap space. Um, you know, obviously, we, we've discussed it on other podcasts, but for the first time for uh, forever, uh, you know, the NFL's salary cap is not projected to go up next year. In fact, it's, it's projected to go backwards some. Uh, not as much as they originally thought, but still, I think with the uncertainty there, they're just going to ride this one out. The fact that they're kind of in the negative you know, already projected to be in the negative for next year, doesn't bode well for him. And if Alexander Madison shows out, you know, Gary Kubiak is another one of these guys, much like Kyle Shanahan, who knows what he's looking for in a running back and doesn't necessarily need a high end guy like Dalvin cook in order to get a guy that's just producing well and is able to fit into his system and is able to shine. Um, so I could see this very much so being Alexander Madison's path.
0: I like that one. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good chance that one could come to fruition. All right. Matt,
1: I have three left. Three left. Let's burn through these. Let's get through these quick. you got about four minutes.
0: First one, CeeDee Lamb will finish as a top fantasy wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys. What? Mark Cooper, fantastic route runner. Absolutely. Wide receiver one. Love him. Love him. Love him. Love him. I just think CeeDee Lamb is that talented of a prospect, that big of a prospect, and he will, when he gets the ball in his hands, due to the touchdown production, will outscore. I think Mark Cooper have more receptions than him. I think the touchdowns will go to Lamb and be that red zone threat, and I think that's what will give him over the edge. Uh, I love all the Michael Gallup hype. I think Michael Michael Gallup's a solid receiver. It's just I think C.D. Lamb's that talented. This is me being bold. Absolutely. A top Dallas Fantasy football receiver, and kind of just like the same way we're talking about, like J.K. Dobbins jumps some tiers mm-hmm. here in oh, dynasty yeah. startups. We're going to see C.D. Lamb jump to the high end second round for dynasty startups.
1: I absolutely love C.D. Lamb, so I'm with you, man. I hope that one actually comes true.
0: Number nine, mm-hmm. Joe Burrow outscores Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers, Ryan Tannehill. Now. Your bold prediction makes it almost impossible to outscore Aaron Rodgers. <laughs>
1: yes, it does.
0: So I think Joe Burrow, like, I think Joe Burrow with the talented players that he has in that roster, with Joe Mixon, with Tyler Boyd, with Auden Tate, with T Higgins, with AJ Green, and his accuracy in his arm will flirt with those quarterback one numbers and mm-hmm. have some QB one weeks for sure, sure and really, again, pivot him and skyrocket him up to that like not kyler murray status but in startups you're in the second round of a super flex league you're looking at joe burrow because you see what's to come for this guy so So i think joe burrow is gonna have a very good rookie year finish right around qb 13 14
1: so you're putting him in that daniel jones Yes, (laughs)
0: Yes, I love type of love range.
1: Okay. All right. I just wanted to, I just wanted to check.
0: I just, in all reports of Cincinnati, he's already like, he's exceeding their expectations.
1: He's fan. He's a fantastic quarterback. He's
0: a great prospect. Yep. So anytime you get these guys are prospect like Joe Burrow, Mm -hmm. the sky's the
1: limit. Yeah. Absolutely. So
0: I'm going to go out here and say he outscores Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson is going to suffer because of just everything else around him. Not because of Deshaun Watson. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be closer to what he did last year, not what you said he did this year, which is right around quarterback, like probably 15. I think, they're, I think they're going to try and run the ball a little bit more. Definitely in that like red zone area, which is going to hurt Rodgers a little bit more unless he audibles. He's going to out audible out
1: and just throw touchdowns. He's going to be chucking them all over the place, Rich.
0: And I like Tannehill a lot. I just think he regresses a little bit as well. Sure. So I look for Joe Burrow to establish himself. And my last and final bold prediction is Hayden Hurst, not Leonard Fournette will finish as a top three fantasy tight end in this offense. I mean, I've said this before. When you look at a guy like Dirk Cotter, who's their offensive coordinator, since 2014, this is a guy who averages over 600 passing temps a year. I mean, last year they threw the ball 684 times because their defense was terrible and they had no running game. Well, right now, Todd Gurley can go down at any moment. I like Todd Gurley this year. I think he's going to play all 12 games. I think he'll be fine. but it's still All
1: 12 games? 16 All
0: right. <laughs> they're going to throw the ball a ton and the tight end is a huge part of their game. I mean, this is a guy who had over a hundred, this is a team that throws to the tight end over a hundred times the last two years. And you can say, yeah, well, Austin Hooper was there. Austin Hooper's a pretty good tight end, but mm-hmm. he's nothing dynamic when it comes to like special. No more dynamic athletically than Hayden Hurst. And you could probably argue that Hayden Hurst is even more athletic than a guy like
1: Austin Hooper. I think if you're a metrics person and you were looking that up, you would you would find that Hayden Hurst was more explosive.
0: And, and this is a guy who they went out and got. They gave mm. up a second-round pick for him. He's a big part of their plans here in 2020. Look for this team to throw a ball a ton and look for Hayden Hurst to be the benefit of that, which he's going to out-edge one of these top three tight ends to finish in the top three. I want to say it's going to be top four. But that's not bold enough for me.
1: Top three. So I'm going to go top three. So he's knocking Mark yeah. Andrews off that pedestal. Yep. Put a little. Well, could be. Could be. Could be. Maybe Mark Andrews is knocking somebody else off of that pedestal. Maybe. Maybe it's Mark Andrews.
0: Hayden Hurst, Hurst.
1: and Travis Kelsey. And then George Kittle. Oh, you never know. Could be.
0: Anyway, you want to say throw the die. Yep. Let the luck of the draw find you. So before that, we said at the end of the show, we are going to do some Nerd Herd giveaways, which comes with all, all access to Nerd Herd and, of course, the Dynasty GM tool for a free month. Now, as the season starts, this is the best time to have this. So this is why we're going to do some giveaways. All you have to do is hop on the Twitter. That's it. Is say why or honestly, you can even use the Facebook group, too. I'm gonna pick more. I might pick one pit winner from the Facebook group, but I'll probably pick multiple winners from Twitter. All you gotta use is the hashtag NerdHerd and just say why you think you deserve a free uh, shot at the NerdHerd. You know, there'd be a member. Like yeah. why? Like maybe why you've been hesitant? Why? And you, you know, you think a good month could do you good, um, or just any, any reason why? Give just a, give a reason.
1: Show us, show us why you would want it.
0: Yeah, a free, a free free membership now if you're a nerd Herd member, don't feel left out because we're gonna have a giveaway for you next show so no need to enter this contest uh it's a free month you already have your month don't don't interrupt
1: your free month don't interrupt your paid it. month we, we got something else
0: yeah we got something for you coming up next yep next show tune in because guess what if you're a nerd Herd member you get the nerd Herd episode bonus bonus chance for a free so use the hashtag nerdherd and just say why you would uh like the chance had to get a be a member of the nerd Herd for a month that's all and we'll pick uh probably about five of you guys nice you have free memberships, hang out for a month, and then... Uh,
1: it's been a while since we had a giveaway, man. I like, I like giving away We don't do to enough. Yeah, we got to do
0: some more. We got some shirts to give away soon, too. Um, but let us know. Happy to have you, and then hopefully you stick around. To me, the best Dynasty football website in the world. Mm, not biased at all. <laughs> <laughs> Completely biased. Completely biased. Listen, other guys are... DLF's great. Dynasty Trade Calculator, great. Dynasty Happy Hour, great. They're all great. Behind us. <laughs> Come, on. Come hey, on. Hey, we're friends with all of you. Say that. So, yep. you only you only make fun of your friends to their face.
1: They're exactly.
0: <laughs> hey friends, number 2's. Oh, no, Dell's decided. Guy get out of here. Yeah, Guys, adios. we'll be back next week. See you. Football's back. Woo!